uh, what's the what's the scariest place you've you've investigated so far? Billy Creek. Yeah, I was going to say Billy Creek <laughs> A lot of crazy stuff happened in Billy Creek. Yeah. So um, we were upstairs and we could hear a chair straight up move across the ground. Welcome back to Small Town Big Stories. I'm your host, Nate West. Today we take a, uh, we take a little drive through the paranormal world. Uh, so I interviewed... Bridget Howell and Colin Bonnell, they have a uh, social media site called At Paranormal Cases, and they go around and do ghost investigations. And these guys have a bunch of specialty equipment. Uh, they travel all over the place. So you got to check it out. If, you, if you're into that kind of thing, if you like ghost stories, uh, these guys are really hands-on. And especially if any of our viewers know of any place in Columbus that you think is haunted or uh, needs to be checked out, get a hold of them. They'll uh, they'll go check it out, and then you'll see it on YouTube. So uh, so check it out. Uh, make sure you check out their social media at Paranormal Cases. Enjoy. At Zeller Insurance, we are proud of our Columbus roots. We have been part of the community since 1972. Supporting local businesses and organizations is a priority for us. Building relationships with our clients has been the foundation of our success for the last 50 years. Think of Zeller when you think of insurance. Whether you are looking for home, auto, business, life, or Medicare insurance, our team is here for you. Let's talk about ghosts yes. and all the scary things. Yes. So um, so we're here to talk about your YouTube page, yep. channel. There we go. It's a channel. Yeah, yeah it's right. a channel. Yeah. Um, nice stink. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about that. But first, we have to get to know you guys a little bit. So yep. Bridget, tell us, tell us about yourself. Oh, man. Like, where'd you grow up? Okay. I grew up born and raised in Columbus. Okay. Um, I have three crazy dogs. I'm a huge dog lover. Okay. Um, I, my gosh, I'm not good about talking about myself. Uh, where'd you go to school? I went to Columbus North. Okay. Yep. Um, what, what elementary school did you go to? I went to Southside. Southside. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, you, you currently, your, your main gig and where I know you from is from working at the yep. bank. We won't mention their name since they're not a sponsor <laughs> yet. I'll uh, work on that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been there for four years now. So, okay. yep. All right. Colin, what about you, man? Uh, I grew up here in Columbus. Uh, I got a dog since you brought up dogs. <laughs> you guys are dog people. <laughs> yeah. What kind of dogs, dogs do we have, by the yes. way? I got an Australian Shepherd. Okay, nice. Um, I have two Corgis and a Rottweiler Boxer mix. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Corgis, I love those little booties. Yes. Take, right? Yeah. So, loaves of bread. Yeah. yeah. So, Colin, yeah. where'd you go to school? Uh, Columbus East. Okay. Yep. I'm proud of you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, Northy over here. Yeah. Whatever. Old bulldog. You know. No. <laughs> You know, our guests are like probably 50-50, but anytime yeah. we got somebody from North, we like to make fun of them a little bit. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. So, um, what elementary school did you go to? Uh, I went to St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Yeah. Okay. So, I went there for nine years from uh, kindergarten through eighth grade. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, I was the, oh. the St. Peter's kid. Yeah. In the East, <laughs> it's like, oh, you're one of them kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, that's all right, though. You know. 
so what's your what's your day job? Uh, I work in construction, okay. road construction. I'm a heavy equipment operator. Okay. So, I did not know that about you. Um, I've been doing it for nine years now. Okay. Yeah. So. I got some construction in my family. So my brother's a, a crane operator, oh, actually. Oh, so, cool. Um, so he, he's at the top of that. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's an operator food chain. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he loves it. It's been a good career for him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good yeah. career for sure. Yeah. So, well, tell us about the uh, what you guys do for fun. <laughs> well, pretty much hunt ghosts is pretty much all I do for fun right now. Yeah. Um, I'm in school still, so I graduate this year, this summer, basically. Um, so that's pretty much all of takes up all of my time right now. So you're ghost hunters. Yes. Yep. And so. When you do that, you basically go to places that you suspect are haunted? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we look at, I mean, there's a lot of places people say are haunted that might not be haunted, but like we've been trying to go towards like the bigger, bigger places like asylums, infirmaries, um, like jails, stuff like that, just because a lot of those places are, seem to be more haunted just because like that. The history, the history, of it. like the like deaths or traumatic stuff happening there. So like we try to kind of focus on those kind of places. So okay, um, so the YouTube page is uh, at Paranormal Cases. At par there you yep. go. So I'm not good at all this. <laughs> I do good. stuff yeah. on social media, but yeah. I'm not that guy, right? So, yeah. um, and so when somebody goes there, they're going to see what. Um, so basically we have videos of all of our investigations. Um, we've only been doing this for three months, so I think we only have five videos out right now. Yeah, five full investigations. Um, but basically that will walk them through the whole entire process of everything that we yeah, do. Yeah. So We're starting to add more like we're going to put shorts and stuff like that, almost like a TikTok for a YouTube version mm -hmm. of it, of some like clips and stuff happening. So if they don't want to watch the full thing and then – we're going to do some shorts or not shorts. Uh, well, yes, shorts, but also <laughs> like uh, smaller clips because most of our investigation videos are about an hour long. Okay. I don't know. If, like some people don't want to sit there and watch a whole hour. Yeah, I can relate watching to that. a mini movie. And uh, yeah. so we're doing like smaller stuff where we'll kind of talk about stuff. And we also thought about doing like a kind of like a podcast, but not really almost like us like talking about like behind the scenes of like each investigation like what happened like we can talk about equipment or stuff that happened we didn't catch or you know any kind of that type of stuff and our experiences like at home stuff like that so yeah because a lot of times like during these investigations your thought process it's hard to get all your feelings out and your thoughts while all this is going on because yeah. your mind is racing your adrenaline's going so that's kind of what we thought about doing, like, after our investigation, explaining to people exactly what was happening behind the scenes, like he said. Okay. Uh, you mentioned equipment. So what all kinds of equipment do you guys take with you on an so, investigation? We have so much yeah. equipment. Um, well, we got stuff from basically EVPs, which are electronic voice phenomenons. So we have, like, a digital recorder, um, spirit boxes, and what we call a portal so that is trying to catch uh, the spirit's voice. So like EVPs on the digital recorder would be like you'd actually, so you just have a recorder, us, we would be talking and like you'd hear someone else talk that's not there. Yeah. And it would just kind of come through that frequency. And with Spirit Box, um, it uses 
basically radio frequencies and it's skipping through them really fast. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't hear any words because it's moving so quick. If you do, it's it like cuts off before a word is actually said and they can manipulate those frequencies and you'll hear basically voices come through that and they'll either stop the static or like it'll be full senses. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen, but it, it does. And then like our portal, basically kind of helps do the same thing. We can just take out like static and background noise and try to make it more clear. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, and get in the more equipment. <clears throat> we got uh, like our REM pod and our EMF detectors. You're saying things that nobody <laughs> knows know. what that is. Well, he's explaining it. Uh, so, so the, the <laughs> EMF detectors, um, like we have a REM pod and – Basically, it puts off this electromagnetic field, and if something breaks it, it'll it'll light up or it'll let us know. Like it'll have tones and stuff like that. So they say spirits have like our own bodies have like electricity kind of running through them, like right. you know, electromagnetic fields in them. So they can kind of ma- manipulate them, and like a, a tri field reader basically reads electromagnetic fields. So you could walk up to like outlets and like read the number that's coming off of it. And so if, if we're just walking around in a building with no power and like a REM pod or something starts lighting up or going off when it shouldn't, they can kind of, we can ask them to do that. Like with a, like touch that or, you know, let us know and it shouldn't go off, but it does. So we're trying to figure out why and how, or kind of debunk. And so so you detect the sounds yep. off mm-hmm. of the sound equipment, and then the presence comes off of the those the magnetic the, field yeah. mm-hmm. things. Okay. That's pretty wild. It is pretty wild, yes. Uh what's the what's the scariest place you've you've investigated so far? Billy Creek. Yeah, I was gonna say Billy Creek. <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff happened in Billy Creek. Yeah. So um we were upstairs. And we could hear a chair straight up move across the ground. It it was it freaked me out. That was yeah, that was because I grew up in a house that with spirits my whole life, so I've kind of experienced that stuff. And like in that building, like just hearing like it just sounded like a wood chair on wood floor just dragging, and then you could hear like almost like doors moving or like almost like hinges and. Basically, like, from there, we, because the village is huge, there's like 20 buildings. And this, the house we were in, it was called the Civil War House. And it was off in the, probably, maybe a... It was pretty know, far yeah, from the like town. Like a tenth of a mile bit. away from the town, out in the middle of these fields. And so all this stuff happening, we were getting all these responses, and we decided to go back to the ghost town. And there's an old chapel. So we went into the chapel and we started asking questions and it was only about 30 minutes and we kept hearing knocks and voices and like doors closing outside around the town because when we did the tour, he, we just left the doors open. He said, just leave them open. They had a cat, Lucy. She, he said, just make sure she doesn't get trapped in there. So it sounded like all these doors were closing and all this. So we go back to the, our home base, which was in this general store and (laughs) When all this was happening, I thought someone went in there, like where all our equipment's at. Cause I was like, I keep hearing a door. So I was like, someone, you know, I kept looking. I was like, someone went in there. 
And so we're, we're packing up. Bridget's like, let's, I want to go to the bathroom. I was like, all right, me too. She heads back in this back room where the bathrooms are. And I'm just now heading there. And uh, you can so, explain what right, happened I'll explain to her. what happened. So <laughs> I'm walking to the bathroom. And in between the bathroom and the door, they had it propped open with a trash can. So I went to throw my bottle in the trash can. And all of a sudden, I hear the sink turn on. It scared me so bad. So I took off running back the other way. Wait, is this a building with no electricity? No, this, this had electricity. Yes, yeah, okay. this had electricity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I started running that way and Colin's like, what is going on? What is happening? So he's like, we have to go back and film. So we went back and um, there was water standing in the sink. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is when we first got there, I had tried to turn the sink on that was on the right side, and it wouldn't even turn on. And when we went back and watched the clip, it was dripping. Yeah. So when she come running past me, I thought someone's in there. Oh, I, was I like, thought someone's for sure in the someone was inside I was like, there. all right, someone's here. Like, you know, we're going to have to fight. <laughs> like, <what's laughs> the, like, it's it was like 3 in the morning in, a, in the middle of nowhere. And That's I was, like, was going to ask what time it was. So yeah, yeah, it, it was, was late because we were about yeah. to leave. And I was like, someone's here that shouldn't be here. Yeah. There's nothing around us. So where did they come from? Because she ran past me and the sink's full blast. I hear it. We walk back into the main room. I was like, all right, we need to film this. We walk, we go back into that room. The sink's off. And I'm like, okay, someone's definitely in there. And it's one of those things where you have to like turn it. It's not yeah. one where you push. So, you have to physically turn the yeah. knob. So we go, I, hmm. I go in the bathroom, no one's in there and there's two sinks and she said she tried the right sink. It didn't work. And the left sink had toilet paper rolls stacked on top of, uh, like the, the handles, the handles. Yeah. and the other one were twist. Well, in the video, you can see the right sink was dripping where she said it didn't work. And then the left sink had water standing in it. And I filmed that too. And I was like, that, yeah. like, there's no one here. Wow. So that was my, that, yeah, that scared me. Yeah, that was, yeah. that's probably my crazy experience, like hearing the sink turn on, off. Or, I mean, because that's a distinct sound. I oh, mean, yeah, we all know yeah. what, yeah. you know, like what that, that sounds like. and Yeah, and with the water being in the sink, because I never even touched that left sink. So, and we were the only ones there. Hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that's like been our most like concrete evidence so far. Yeah. I, Colin said he grew up in a house that <clears> had... Spirits running around. Is that what's piqued your interest in this? And yeah, I would say because I mean, ever since I can remember, uh, I experienced stuff like my parents' house. We've gone back and talked to my spirits, and I asked them if they remembered me, and they turned on like flashlights and had spikes on our EMF reader and all that. Really? So that's like they they recognize me. Mm -hmm. And your parents still live there? Yeah. Okay. And then my house, I live. I live maybe. A quarter mile across the fields from my parents, I could see their house, and my house is haunted. And we just talked to my ghost the other day, mm -hmm. too. But, yeah, ever since I can remember, my I've grown up in a haunted house, so that kind of is the reason I got into chasing ghosts. <laughs> well, Bridget, what, what got you uh, interested in it? Um, so growing up, I've just liked anything scary. Like, I love, like, haunted houses during Halloween time. I just, I don't know, I love the adrenaline from okay. getting scared. Um, so his birthday was last March and I actually bought him his first piece of equipment, the EMF detector. Okay. Um, and then we were talking one night and we we're like, you know, why don't we start doing investigations? And that's kind of yeah. how it started. That's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. Super cool. So, um, what's your, what, what do you think the, the most, uh, 
supernatural place in Columbus is. In Columbus? Mm, yeah. I know you guys travel to do your yeah. investigations. But. So we haven't done anything in Columbus. Um, I kind of want to investigate the Crump, which yes. I need to get a hold of them. Um, but as far as in Columbus, we really haven't explored anything yeah. in Columbus. You know, the old um, Petersville school his houses. claimed to be really uh, haunted, but it burned. It's yeah. Gone, yeah. So. Well, I, yeah the, that's basically, yeah, I can see that school basically okay. from where I live. Mm-hmm. And it was well tragic that it got burnt down. And Yeah, it's a bad deal. Like it was, it was right there. It's right down the road from my house. <laughs> and you didn't get to investigate. Um, the, Could you still go? Would they still be there? Um, you think still on the property? Some people are kind of iffy about what we do, um, and we don't want to trespass. Yeah, we do oh. not trespass. Yeah. That's yeah. like one of our main things. Yeah. Um, they they might be there if there is. I don't know because I know they piled all the bricks up and stuff. I'm if they they say uh, there's a what was it the stone tape theory with yeah. Like energy, will, they say, gets stuck in like walls or stone or wood. So if there's like traumatic stuff or like good things that happen, like that energy kind of goes into okay. like the building itself. So like it could be maybe there might still be something there, which before all this back in high school, we we did a investigation <laughs> with me and my friends at that okay. school. OK, so back then, yes, we trespassed back in high school. But <laughs> right. We weren't there very long, but uh the floors were basically gone, so we didn't go in. Like we kind of just like stuck our heads in the, just in the windows, like just to like mm-hmm. go in there. And it, it definitely was creepy. Of course, it was the middle of the night. You know, yeah. it's an old abandoned school in the middle of a field. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. middle of a field. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been cool to actually be able to go in. Which you know, with the floors being gone, I don't know how much we actually could have done. Yeah. But so, if any of our viewers here think that they have a haunting. Let us play. know. Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. guys would Please. be, like, open to that? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. There's yeah. a couple of places in town that I've talked to a couple of people, and they've told me that they think they're haunted. I just don't want to say their names because I don't know if they're okay with me saying that yeah, these places yeah, might yeah. be haunted and then people not, might not go. So. Yeah. But, hmm. yeah, there's a couple of places in town, which yeah. they've told me I could go investigate. So, we'll see. I'm going to have to check out. I've watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, It's been like, I've been super busy. Yeah. I get it. I'm busy all the time. It's just been kind of chaotic lately. Yeah. So, um, all right, Bridget, you said you like anything scary and weird and creepy. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite scary movie? Favorite scary movie? Oh, that's so difficult. Um, Halloween classic. Okay. Um, that's such a hard one. Put you on the spot. Colin, I know. What you do? There's are so many you, good you, ones, though. Are you into that? Or is yeah. It, is, I, okay. Yeah. I, I would say The Conjuring okay. is oh, probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Which, like, with scary movies, like, I I do lean more toward the paranormal just because my own experiences. Because yeah. I'm, like, I'm more interested in that stuff. Like, this, the Thrasher killer, like, sewer killer stuff. Which is apparently what she's into. That's what I like. I like, like, the older, like, old school scary movies. Like, anything Stephen King, Halloween, Friday the 13th. For me. (laughs) Right? See, The Exorcist didn't even scare me. But, see, that's why I grew up. So, my uncle growing up, like, I was an infant and I was watching these scary movies with him. Okay. So, see, that's why. we figured out what's wrong with you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um... Hmm. Well, so watching Poltergeist as a kid, like you just like feel like uh, like did you instantly like relate to that? Like, well, 
I guess, yeah. You sit in front of the TV watching <laughs> watching the stand? I, I never really thought of that because I wonder if I was thinking like, oh, like, that's happened to me, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah I, I, I wonder because I don't – I'm just trying to think of those days back when I would watch them because – the thing with too is like watching scary movies. My sister hated scary movies, mm-hmm. so if a commercial came on for a scary movie, we'd have to mute the TV, and she would cover her eyes and would have to let her know when it's a, even for a commercial. For a commercial, yeah. <laughs> like she, she doesn't. We don't really talk about my parents' house much. We, so she experienced the same stuff I did. So she's got some trauma. With oh the yeah. Like. So whereas you, you've embraced I, it. Okay. Yeah, I embraced it. So we, I didn't know she. Neither one of us knew we experienced anything until after we both moved out. Like, you know, we both grew up and then we kind of just talked about it one night. And she told me that she's six years older than me. So when I was born, I guess she put me in that room. So she used to live or grew up in my bedroom. And uh, I guess, I mean, my room was probably the most haunted. So when I was born, she made my parents put me in that room and she got the new room and classic yeah older was, which makes right sense there. you know i would probably have done the same but like i'm getting the new room you know but uh so she experienced kind of the same stuff i did but she kind of had one entity i would say that i didn't experience which was a shadow figure with red eyes and he used to stand in front of her door and not let her leave her room and she would see him during the day like outside on the porch like so we would, yeah. There's just. Is she gonna be mad lot. at us for publicly outing her and her? No, no. I mean, activity. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Okay. She's okay with it. I mean, we just talked about because we've already talked my, about. So it's too late. Yeah. But. I mean, we just talked about uh, my new episode, and she was. She hasn't really watched it, which I've been trying. I'm like, just. I was like, nothing's gonna pop out at you. I was like, it's not a scary movie. <laughs> it's just me. I was like, I'm still here, so nothing happened. So you know the right. ending of the. Of the you could episode. be possessed, though, when we don't know it. True. That's true. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what's next on, the, uh, on, your, on your schedule? I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it's our so, big one. Yeah. Our next one is Indiana State Sanatorium. This place is massive. Multiple buildings, yeah. underground tunnel system. It's huge. It's in Rockville, Indiana. It's actually in the same town that Billy Creek was in, the one okay. that we you know, it's been our most haunted yet. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. So it's a former mental uh, institution then? No, or it's what like it? tuberculosis. Oh, I think it's like, like a mixture of some of that yeah. stuff. Okay. There's yeah. Okay. Multiple, there's multiple buildings. But so. through the years, yeah, it's kind of changed to, I think it started as tuberculosis, I believe, and then kind of asylum and then like the, because there's like some of the lunatic asylums and stuff where they just threw people in that they were like, oh yeah, you're crazy, but... They but, might have had like ADHD and they're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Back then you could get sent to the mental institution for anything. Yeah. So how so this uh what you Indiana, what was it? Indiana State Sanatorium. Okay. When was the last time it was operational? Two thousand and twelve, I believe. Yeah, okay. two thousand twelve. So So it's just been decaying for mm-hmm. ten yeah. years now. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts are we should go hang out there. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> does it have any, does it have power now? Like, uh, can I, you turn lights on when you're in there? Or? So certain parts of it, yes. But a majority of it, majority of it, no. 
So it's we're gonna have no heat in there. It's not heat. I think I think most of like these places, if it doesn't have electricity, like uh, Billy Creek. So the general store they actually uh, keep it open. So they they sell stuff there and they put on events out there. So that building had power, but none of the other buildings had power. So like. Indiana State Sanatorium, I'm sure they probably have a building for, like, our command center where we could charge stuff or have power and, like, a refrigerator and stuff like that. And then I'm sure all the other buildings are probably not powered. Yeah. Because um, it's – I think it said there was 120,000 square feet of building. Okay. Um, yeah. So do you have to get – like, is this just open for people to do this or do you have to, like – You have to pay. Yeah. So, well, they call it a donation because a lot of the money that – People pay, they use it to renovate and keep it running. Okay. So, yeah, we pay you to go into all so, these yeah, places. Yeah. A lot of these places, yeah, you can't just show up and would just you, walk around. Cause would you be the only people there those nights? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We make sure we always do private investigations yeah. because if we have other people there that we don't know, they could be making sounds and then that starts messing with our credibility because yeah. we don't know if what we heard is someone else or... Yeah, so we always do an private, interview. and most of the time it's just us two. Um, mm-hmm. Unless someone, you know, tags along with us, which, I mean, you can come if you want. Experience <laughs> some of this stuff. Uh, you know, I think it's past my bedtime. <laughs> so. It does get pretty late. Uh, our last oh, investigation, yeah. I was, I had actually went to work that morning. I was up for 24 hours straight. Oh. Oh, it was rough. Yeah, and you're sitting there trying to count that money, and you're like, mm. Mm. Oh, I was off the next day. Oh, okay. I'm always off the next day after an investigation because it takes a lot out of you because oh, yeah. they can drain your energy. They've drained our equipment. Like one minute, our camera has full battery. Next minute, it's red. They've drained our – our cameras basically drained, and they've even said on our spirit talker device, like, drain camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've gone over to the camera, and it's been – like it had – three bars out of four and then it's just gone to red in 20 minutes and it's like that should last at least an hour or so how do you know what questions to ask them i mean like do you ask it you know like hey are you there and they just roll their eyes and like you know so a lot again or what <laughs> a lot of the questions so i do a lot of research before we go to these places so you know i know people i know who to ask for i know that's for specific people yes like mm-hmm. i know this person yeah. has been here or has mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or, you know, I ask questions around those events, stuff like that. Or I'll ask random questions like, how was your day? Just trying to talk to them because, you know, they basically are real people that you're talking to. And you don't want to just start asking them all the traumatic events in their life because who wants to just talk about their most traumatic event? So a lot of times, you know, it's just random questions trying to get them warmed up. And- yeah, she. She finds a lot of history on these places and yeah. get them warmed up. Like it's a crowd. You got to get them, I mean, yeah. Get them you know, okay. It, it, yeah, it's similar. Yeah. Okay. We try to we try to be respectful to them because we don't want to just come in and be like, you know, uh, say someone died there, like with the jail. They actually had the noose up in the attic where they hung people and executed them. They even had the floor where it dropped down. And like, we didn't want to come in there and be like, so, uh, yeah, you were hung here. So it's like, we don't want to like, just come in and be like, you died. Tell us about it. You know, because yeah. they'd probably, they'd, like, if someone asked me that, I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We come in, try to find their story or like why they were there. Like, uh, like Indiana State, um, we might look into like if, if we can find names, try to ask if they were there and like if they were sick, like try to find out like what kind of happened, like what happened or what went 
went wrong, like with the Fairfield Infirmary. Um, they had basically it was kind of like it was basically an asylum slash like know, orphanage. Like, yeah, there was um, there was a lot. It, okay, it had an orphanage section. They also right next to the orphanage in the third floor they had uh, where they chained people to the wall. Oh, that's cool. And, I mean, right next to each other. Yeah, it was like. You had kids there, and then you had people chained to a wall mm-hmm. screaming. So it's like we try to find, like, history and all that stuff so we can ask, like, you know, uh, questions on what happened there. All right. So does someone have to die at that location to have their spirit there, or do they just have to experience trauma, and then that's what – and then they go elsewhere, and then they croak, and then they – their spirit comes back to this place or how's that work? So the, no, oh. I mean, I know this is, <laughs> this is real high level yeah. stuff that is, no yeah. one knows an actual answer to. Yes. And there's a theory that, you know, you don't have to die there. So say that, you know, you have passed on and you want to go to like your happiest moment. We were in mineral Springs and there's a theory that there's a little girl, Not mineral Springs, the neighborhood in Columbus, right? No. no. Okay. Okay. Um, it's in Alton, Illinois, but there's a theory that there's this girl that stays at the pool because that was her happiest moments is going to this pool and swimming. So it could be their happiest moments. A lot of people, you know, I think that a lot of the spirits just feel stuck there if they pass there because they don't know how to move on from that because they have like unfinished business in a way. Yeah. And they say too, with the spirits being stuck there is like, which it's all theory. Um, like if someone died traumatically or fast and they don't know they're dead or they don't understand like why they're dead or how it happened, like they may still be stuck there or trapped there because they, it just happened so suddenly like what, like they don't know what's going on. But also there's the theory of portals and that spirits can move around. And, um, like at my house, I, we catch spirits always saying, Oh, we're passing through and I'll get, names all the time that I'm like, I don't know. Wait, like your equipment picks up actual names? Like, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. They'll tell us names like so with our last investigation, oh. uh we believe someone followed Bridget home from the jail. And her name is Sarah. And <laughs> she said it twice there. She kept saying, you know, we're friends and all this and that she liked Bridget and all kept going on. And then a couple of days later at my house, we were like, oh, let's just do a random talk to the spirits and see what they have to say. And it brought up Sarah again. And I said, we're friends. And there's a, there's a flashlight test where you put an old mag light, not an LED, and you can get them to turn it on and off. And it's just like one of the twist ones, so like there's no push button or anything. And I was like, all right. So I was like, is Sarah here? And she turned the flashlight on. And I was like, all right, so Sarah, did you follow Bridget here? She's like, yes. And I was like, all right, so I don't know if she she attached herself to Bridget because Bridget was kind of being nice to her, and but we don't we don't know exactly what Sarah is, if it's just a nice spirit or something else, but they can definitely move around. That's a little creepy. I'm too <laughs> scared to take any equipment home because I really like to keep that part of my life separate. Yeah. Um, but the past three nights, my dogs have woke me up at 3 a.m. every single night barking. And it's been fr- it's been freaking me out lately. So she could have followed me. She could have attached herself. Um, anytime we do go to these places, 
<laughs> we use protection. So what I mean by that is like we sage ourselves, um, or obsidian stones are known to take away bad energy. So like I always wear this ring with me, um, and I actually forgot it on that investigation. So. So it's your fault. That it probably is you, my fault. You brought that on yourself. Yes, I did. Hmm. I know that's like a lot to unload on someone because, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily believe what in what we do. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if she followed me. I haven't. I, I don't know. In the back of my mind, I don't want to know if she did. So I'm kind of too scared to investigate further. Yeah. But I've been hearing weird noises in my house and I'm just trying to ignore it. Because like I said, I have to have some normalcy in my life and my home is that. Yeah. So, hmm. And I'm just used to something like, hey, what's up? Right. You, and he's home. grew up hey, with it his whole life. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Or if they're like banging, making noises or moving stuff because they, they've turned like lamps on and off in my house before. We and, went on investigation. We came back to his house and his light was going on. And what did we? Oh, we started saging in your house. Yeah. And as soon as we started saging, the lights started flickering yeah. out of nowhere. So to me, I'm just like, hey, guys, quit. Like, Yeah. So. And so when you sage a house, you you take like a bundle of sage yep. and mm -hmm. burn it. And you yeah. burn it and, and you just walk you know, it through the house. Yep, exactly. That's all you, you go do. go room to room or do yourself. And you're supposed to leave a door open. So if there is any negative energy there, they could leave, have a, mm -hmm. a route out. Because if you just trap them there, they'll just be... Put, they'll anger them even more, but. Well, I think you guys are a little crazy. <laughs> we are a little oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. What some <laughs> moments in my head, I'm like, we're talking to people that have passed on, you know? It's still kind of surreal to and, me. And there's a few times where, like, in a spirit box and stuff, they've said, like, demon and stuff like that. And it's like. That's when it, yeah, starts getting. And it's like, or, or they say, you know, bad spirits or, you know, get out. Or, you know, he's coming and stuff like that. And you're like, all right, what's, we can't see what's going on. You know, yeah. we're, if what's coming towards us, what's about to happen. Or they'll tell us to leave. That's happened yeah. a couple of times. That happened at the last place we were at. It said, leave location. I was like, all right, I'm out of here. That's not so. It is. Yeah. 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 It's and then really you guys sign up to do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to sign waivers every time we go to these oh, yeah. places too. Okay. So, I mean, it's a little serious, but it's a risk that we take, yeah. you know. When are you going to the one in Louisville? What's the, that's, that one's oh, Waver, uh, Waverly, Waverly, Hills. Waverly Hills. We are going with other investigators for that okay. one yeah. in April. Okay. So I'm super excited about that one. That'll be a good one too. But that place is outrageous. So that's why you have to have a group of people to go. Like It's like $1,200. Cost outrageous. Yes. And then oh, ho well, hopefully know. activity outrageous also. Yes, that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which that's oh. a huge tuberculosis hospital, mm -hmm. what it was, and you know, all the death that went through there. And they say, you know, there's dark dark entities there and maybe demons just because all the death that was there. And which like our when we went to uh, the Draper cabin and then Monroe Morgan Forest. Like there's been satanic rituals done there and stuff like that. And oh. so it's like, you know, some of these places it's like, okay, it's kind of dark. You know, people go there to do stuff like that. And it's like, are we actually talking to something bad, like a demon is coming through or. Or you have to put like viewer discretion advised <laughs> on this podcast. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You might have to bleep some of it out. We understand. So I'm it's okay. You're like, this is a family podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just so getting real dark good. into the yeah, and You thought it was going to be like Casper. We're talking right. about Casper, right? I mean, 
you know, my favorite scary movie is Beetlejuice. Oh, so, yeah. You know? <laughs> I love Beetlejuice, actually. That's one of my favorites. Uh, oddly, my one. kids have been, uh, you've, you've met Ruthie before, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've been listening to Harry Belafonte, the song mm-hmm. from yeah from Beetlejuice lately. That's been like on That's our funny. playlist. I don't yeah. know why, but. It's so <laughs> random. But yeah. yeah. Theo watched that movie. He likes it. He's been, you know, I just watched it this Halloween, actually. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. All right. Well, let's let's uh, remind the viewers of how they can find you because you're all over social media. Yes, we are. And YouTube, at YouTube at Paranormal Cases. Like and subscribe. And then we are on Facebook and TikTok at Paranormal Cases for all of those. Yeah. Instagram also. And Instagram, yeah. All over the place. Yes, everywhere but Snapchat, pretty much. All the scary stuff. And if yeah. any of our and viewers. Know of any good place yes. in Columbus? Let us know. Absolutely. Yes, we want we to go investigate come. it. Yep. And when I say we, I mean these two <laughs> people. So, awesome. all right. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks yeah, for having us. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>